0: Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game Week 8 just finished up, Game Week 9. We've got a bit of time, international break, and Marco's back, party time. Yay! <laughs> I'm here with Nick. Nick, how's it going, man?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. Yeah? Uh, how have you guys been getting along without, uh, without me on the pod? It's been rough. Um, I gotta say, I think people generally don't want to hear Jake, Jim, or I speak. Okay, and and so it it makes it tough to to sell the podcast, you know. What I don't have a sexy voice like you. I think that's the main thing. Yeah, I turn on I
0: turn on the sex for the for the pod. I don't use this. Yeah, this it, isn't actually my normal voice. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> normally, I speak like this when right. I'm talking to people.
0: Right, but this I just, is my day to day voice. Yeah, I run the I run my voice through a bunch of filters before it goes uh,
1: out into the world. So. Yeah. That's the uh, that's the key. That's the key element to the success of the pod: yeah. just unique voices and and nice sounding voices. Yeah. Things that people want to listen to. Yeah, things that make people horny. I get it. So, uh, all right. Well, I'm
0: happy to be back. Um, for those that don't listen to the pod, this time of the year for me is just a little insane. So, starting in mid August, my job gets kind of wild. Um, I I coach a a soccer team, and uh, it just gets really really crazy because all of our matches. It's like two matches a week and a lot of travel like so this last weekend we had to travel um like five or six hours and then we're staying overnight and you know we're playing matches and, th- and things like that and um and then on top of it it's it's not we've had a pretty rough start to the season so that's been great so it's been a little bit uh stressful uh but uh nick nick reached out and said hey can you you know any chance you can get on for one and so i'm i'm excited to just talk fpl and not think about other things for a little bit. Um the big story, I think, of the week uh, from an FPL perspective, a lot of things that went on in the world, of course, but from an FPL perspective was uh, wild cards, right? So we had the blank last week and then a bunch of people that wild into this week. Um, some people that are, are wild carding into nine. Um, that was kind of the big topic. Maybe we should just start there, Nick. What did,
1: uh, what did you do? I wild carded. Um, I think I would have done better this week had I not (laughs) wildcarded. So looking at how my team was set up, I would have scored more points, but I wildcarded. Um, I brought out, I moved out Sala, brought in Kane. So went two big forwards, Kane and Holland, uh, brought in Mitrovic. I was thinking about Isak, but, um, Jim talked me out of Isak and he ended up, uh, getting a return. So I was pretty happy with Jim's advice there. Yep. And I uh, went triple Newcastle defense. I already had Trippier in my team, but I brought in Pope and Shar, and they uh, got scored on, so that was great. And then they didn't really do anything else. And then brought in Perisic and Romero for uh, a total of forty-eight game week points. Wow, that's pretty Huge. rough. Huge. Uh, <laughs> that's quite rough, actually. Um,
0: so why? Let me ask you this: because I was trying to figure out when the best time to wild card why did you wild card this week it's jim's fault he talked me into it ah yeah because he texted me in like midweek and, and said something along the lines of how's your wild card going and i said what do you mean and he was like aren't you wild carding everyone's wild carding and i was like no i'm not gonna wild card my reason actually for wild carding was not that i thought it was a bad week to do it My reason. And this is a lame one, but was literally like, I don't have time to sit down and dig through this and like make sure I put a good team together, so I'm just gonna wait another week.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that worked out probably for you because I think the week was weird. Yeah, um, it was. And we can get into this later with the the anti fantasy <laughs> game, but um, it was just like a weird week. I was. I think I was looking at not being able to field a full eleven. And so that was part of my thinking. Like I had triple Liverpool. Yeah. And uh, with some of the cancellations or postponements, I was like, I'm just going to wild card and see if I can field a full 11 and then maybe make up some ground. And then I think I actually lost ground. So, um, you know, strategies just don't work out. And then you feel shitty, and you're like, I don't want to play FPL anymore. So this is one of those weeks. It's pretty early to have those feelings, but here we are. You know, no, game this, week eight. It's not
0: that. Early. No, it's not. It's never too early to feel like you want to delete your team. It's never. That's never wrong. No, I think. Um, I think especially at this point in the year when you are, you tend to be putting a lot more time into the game and do tend to be reading a bit more and checking things out on Twitter and whatever, listening to podcasts or whatever you like to do to get your information. It becomes frustrating when you're putting all the time in and you're not getting anything out. And we've talked about that time and time again, that this game, uh, there's so many variables that, that can determine if a player has a good game week or not, and then on top of that, they can have a great game, they can play really well in the match, and their team can get goals, and they might not get returns. And so, yeah, it's I don't blame you for being frustrated with it. I got really lucky. I mean, let's just be real i i didn't I didn't field a full eleven, so I thought maybe Walker would play. He didn't, um, so I had Cancelo who returned, Trippier who returned. I still have Ward in my team which is the biggest problem of all time. Uh, So he has, I think he's the 21st ranked goalkeeper right now of all goalkeepers uh, in the game, which is pretty crazy that I still have him in my team, but he won't be for long. Um, And so I just, I made it really simple. I just said, all right, I'm going to drop Salah for either. um, At first I was looking at KDB, but then I was like, well, I don't want to take a hit to get Walker out uh, to make that work because I have Holland Cancelo as well. So I just went with Sun uh, which was pretty funny. I texted you guys. I was like, Damn. "Is Son gonna play?" And Nick was. Nick goes, "Yeah, he'll, he's gonna probably
1: start." Yeah, no, <laughs> he he got subbed out in the the uh, Champions League, right. like at sixty or something like that. So that was an indication that, oh yeah, he'll probably start at the weekend. Yep. Like so, a, a, a
0: feature. Uh, so he had an XG of 0.6 and scored three goals, which is hilarious uh bangers yeah and how many minutes like 13, 13 minutes, minutes or something or 14 like 14 minutes yeah. yeah pretty pretty awesome uh that's just outrageous it's so stupid and it's complete luck in my head i was when he i saw he didn't start i was like okay if he gets one return that would be great you know we'll take we'll take one return and just move on uh and then he scored 19 points after the bonus so uh, i had a great game week considering that i didn't wildcard and how many people did um so i'm yeah and
1: that's a huge differential too son he, like returning right. in that yep. way because he wasn't highly owned
0: yeah i think my, he was at like eight percent at uh before the game week or and now he's at like 10 or 11 because a bunch of people just brought him in right away but yeah yeah
1: that i mean that worked out really well for you i'm i'm jealous because on my wild card i had a few players like madison and bowen who were in the yep. like the projections when i went to the fpl review it was like i went through the wild card tool and those were a couple of the guys that they suggested and those were differentials. And I was like eager to be like, all right, we're going to move up in our overall rank this week. Got a few differentials, not so template. And then, uh, son is the only player who really did quite well as a differential. Yeah. And came off the bench.
0: So, <laughs> right. So it kind of a little, little bit of a tricky situation there, but, um, all right, so what are you thinking I guess we can just kind of stay on our teams, right? Are you good with that? Sure okay so like what are yeah. you thinking going forward now? Two weeks international break. Um, are you gonna try to do the classic like hold your transfer and then make a
1: move or is there a target that you already have in mind? I don't have a target, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit tight with the team that I have and and just kind of chill. International breaks is a good time for me to just kind of step away from FPL a little bit. And especially when I have, like, a terrible week, then I'm just going to gonna take some time for myself, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, maybe go on some walks, go, go just decompress and, and think about life a little bit. Yeah. And then in two weeks, I'll come back and maybe make a late move where I'll just hold and hopefully my team does okay. Yeah, a little FPL vacation, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need like one every other week. It's pretty rough this season. Yeah, you you know what? You deserve that. You deserve that,
0: Nick. You deserve that. You need it.
1: I've been pouring my heart and soul into this game and it's just spitting in my face.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. It it does. It's a, it's a face spitting spitting game. Some people like that, though. <laughs> you know for me i'm like do it again <laughs> that's,
1: that's why you're so good yeah right i know all it the good players me. just masochists yeah it doesn't They're upset just me like, just do yeah. it keep going spank keep me. going okay
0: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah i can't wait for people to listen to that on the pod that's good
1: yeah they'll clip clip that yeah. specific Spit audio in my face we gotta and get to spank, spank, spank me
0: spank <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just put it on repeat right yeah yeah
1: it's fair
0: oh yeah all right well um, maybe I have a, maybe I, this is a, a new window, a little endeavor into uh, the adult film industry or something for me, ASMR <laughs> or something. like or, <laughs>
1: Naughty FPL podcast, <laughs> erotic FPL. Oh gosh, with how like thirsty all the people are in the FPL community, can you imagine how well that would do? Uh, yeah, I can, I uh, think we need to start
0: that immediately. Yeah. Trademark, 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 <laughs> trademark. We said it, you can't take it. It's ours now. Yeah uh okay so you're uh that was an absurd little sequence uh so you're you're gonna wait um and kind of yeah, yeah. see how the international break plays out here i think that's pretty simple advice um most teams well a lot of guys are gone obviously right and most teams are playing two matches over this roughly week and a half
1: or so two week window right week and a half yeah do the games matter i haven't really followed it so i don't know these have no bearing, right? They're just friendlies. Are teams like setting their World Cup lineup at this point? Well, on or... our,
0: for the U.S., the, yeah, for our players, they are. I don't know on the European side. Does it matter? That's a great question. We we should probably know know the answer to that. I actually but don't. That's I really don't know. I mean, it's most so like for the U.S., we have two friendlies. We play Japan and somebody else, right? Who else do we play? IDK. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I can't find it. I don't know. I don't know. They yeah, we played yeah, we played Japan and somebody else. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um yeah, I don't know what's going on with in, in Saudi Europe. Arabia. Is that the other team? Yeah, on the 27th of September, Saudi Arabia. Okay. So those are both obviously friendly matches. Um I think it's Nations League, isn't it? On the European side. It is. Yeah, know. England is yeah, England's playing Italy on Friday. Uh, And that's Nations League. So, yeah, I mean, those games, you could argue that Nations League doesn't really mean that much, right? But some people kind of take it semi-seriously. And, you know, this is, I think, right? This is the last chance, isn't it? For teams to kind of, like, dial in World Cup squads before they get together for the pre-World Cup, like,
1: training camp. Yeah, I don't know exactly, like, which teams will... Field kind of their their starters or what they're thinking about their starting lineup or if there are a few players who are on the fringes that they're going to be trying out and so it just like it will have an impact. I'll be watching how the lineups play out and you know we want to obviously avoid any injuries and things like that, but just monitor the situation, see who's who's getting some playing time and who's not and who's getting rested. Yeah, and that might influence some of my choices moving forward. But I'm hoping at this point, like you know the 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 nailed players are are getting rested
0: yeah or they might play yeah they might play one of the games or something like that and then they're done yeah that would that to me would make the most sense but i'm on wild card right now so i played it as soon as the game week flipped uh and got rid of a handful of players that were going to price drop and then brought in a couple players that were going to potentially price rise I didn't necessarily like gain a lot of value. I just didn't lose team value. So Walker was going to drop. Uh Sala was going to drop. I don't know if he actually did. I didn't check that. Um Trent was going to drop. So there were a bunch of players that were gonna like drop in value. Uh and so I moved them out and then brought in players to basically kind of protect myself a little bit. And I already had some of the other, other players like um, that were potentially going to rise, like you know Mitrovic and those those types of players, uh, right away on the wild card. So I haven't really like moved that many guys around, but um, yeah. But I feel pretty good about it in terms of just like structure and making sure to maintain and protect team value. My, my team looks pretty good. Um, why? I just want to kind of know why did you wild card last week instead
1: of this week? So. I think the main reason was uh, I wanted to have a full 11 squad okay. yeah. and thought maybe I could. it would be a little bit of a sneaky play to to gain some ground in overall rank. Also, I mentioned this the last pod, but I think Jim generally has pretty good advice in terms of strategy yeah. and when to play chips and things like that. So I'm not a very good FPL player, I'll just be honest. Okay. And so I rely heavily on tools and advice from friends and then if i do poorly then i just blame my friends and the tools that i use so you idiot yeah 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 that's fair exactly so that's kind of my reasoning um i also follow just like in general follow the sentiments on fpl twitter and a lot of people were talking about wild carding, and so i kind of got caught up in the uh the the herd mentality yeah. a little bit where it's like i need to wild card everyone else's and i'm gonna be left behind if i don't yeah i would have been fucked
0: if i went to brought sun in right so i would have been 20 points less than what i had and would have been on a huge red arrow and been like oh i really should have wild carded that was stupid but now i got lucky and then now get the benefit of wild carding over the international break so uh i guess i could talk briefly about my team but like what my wild card team looks like should i do that sure okay so goalkeeper right now i've got it at pope and iverson there's some whispers that Iverson might be getting handed a start um Danny Ward is like one of the worst goalkeepers in the history of the prem right now in terms of like <laughs>
1: yeah seriously you see that video like the the super cup yeah. of all the like mistakes he's it's, made and goals he's gotten scored it's ridiculous. on it's like dives out of the way no
0: it's ridiculous he's just, he's he's his positioning's been terrible he's like mistimed on a ton of balls he, yeah it's ridiculous uh so there's some talk that Iverson might get a start. In, and Leicester are ridiculous in terms of the way they're defending. I don't understand how Brendan Rogers still has a job. Uh, I, I do think he's going to get fired. Maybe even over this international break, I could see. Um, yeah. He's been good for them as a manager. But like this is a pretty ridiculous start to the season. They're shipping goals for fun. I mean, they've given up 2-4, two 2-2. Uh I don't remember if they won or lost against United. Uh they lo- they gave up 5 to Brighton, 6 to Spurs. I mean it's pretty crazy uh where they're at. So, uh he's my my backup goalkeeper Pope's in goal right now. I don't know if I'm going to hold Pope or not. I haven't decided. I think the fixtures are fine. Um Newcastle have a pretty strong defense outside of um outside of City and Pool. They're basically the third best right now. Wolves is up there as well. Uh but but I think I might go with that. In my back line, I currently have Trippier, Cancelo, James, Perisic, and I have Dyer in my team just because he was supposed to price rise. Uh, I won't have him in my team actually going forward. I think I'm going to go with a lower-priced fifth defender, so like a Nico Williams or a Patterson from Everton, one of the two. I haven't decided which one yet. Uh, And then in the midfield, currently it's Madison, De Bruyne, Martinelli, Zaha, and Andreas Pereira. Um, so I've got that like kind of premium midfielder and then I've got a couple other guys that uh i can i can kind of like move around I think madison has a great run of fixtures uh zaha after Chelsea has a great run of fixtures I've currently decided to keep martinelli he hasn't necessarily been like on fire and he does have a blank in 12 but uh he's his value i feel like is like you got him at 6 he's up to 6.6 right now he's going to continue to get minutes in this arsenal team I feel like he's an easy just hold like yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean he's going to he's going to tick along and scoring some goals throughout the year and then up top um Ha-Hotland. i don't i just don't think you can i mean i know this is an obvious statement but he's 80% owned and he's going to continue to be captained and he has 11 goals and an assist in eight games it's pretty wild it's absurd I know. it's yeah, it's
1: yeah, it's kind of... It makes it kind of boring, doesn't it? It does. Like, yeah, I think you just it's you like, can't well, captain just anyone else. You can captain Holland, yeah. and everyone's captaining him. He's like 180% effective ownership every week. Yeah. Uh, it, there's just like no... It's like you have to get the differentials right, and yeah. that's kind of the annoying part. It's like doesn't matter if you nail your captain because Holland will also be getting decent returns every single right.
0: week even if you do decide oh, i'm gonna take a little risk this week and go with sala de Bruyne, whatever and you you know let's say sala gets a goal and a clean sheet well holland apparently is just gonna score a goal every week so it doesn't matter right it, and yeah and yeah it's gonna be close at least in terms of that final product so yeah, so uh, Holland, um, Isak, and uh, Greenwood are currently my three up top. My plan is to go with two uh, two forwards. I don't think I'm actually going to have Isak. I think I'm going to go with Mitrovic. I think he has a better run of fixtures. Um, I'm concerned that Wilson comes into the squad eventually here and pushes Isak back out to a wider position. Um, and so I think I want think to go with Mitro um, in that position. So... That's fair. Yeah. yeah, and then the goal would be to line up essentially with four four two every single week, um, with two good subs. So Greenwood, obviously from Leeds, is not going to play hardly at all. He's played twenty eight minutes all year, um, but Andreas Pereira and then either Patterson or Nico Williams will be the other two that uh, will be able to come off the bench whenever I need them. Uh, I also am hoping to the way I kind of have it set up now is uh, I'll probably have around one and a half in the bank still, or two almost in the bank when my wild card's done. So I can move De Bruyne out to Sala uh, in game week, like 11 or 12. To, uh, when So so City and Arsenal blank in 12. Uh, and so, yeah, I'll probably move De Bruyne out to one of those players. I may even, I know this sounds a little chase chasing a little bit, but like in 11, I might move De Bruyne to Sun. And then in 12, move Sun to Sala. That could be something that I might do and with captaincy potential captaincy options there. Um, so anyways, that's kind of the way I'm looking at things right now. And, and uh, I feel like it's a pretty good setup. Hoping to catch a price rise or two at the end of the international break uh, and gain a little value. Because my value is low. It always is low. I'm only at like $1. Uh, 101.3 it says. That's pretty low right now compared to where a lot of people are. Um,
1: Damn. I'm at 101.4. Yeah. Usually I try to have a little bit more value but I haven't been able to capitalize yeah, on we're, that we're, as much
0: this season. Quite honestly we're pretty low. I mean there's a lot of people that are up over 102 right now. Uh, yeah. So that's not great. I mean I, I'm, I'm not all about the value and this year there seems to be so many players in that like you know, like a lot of defenders that you can get points out of and a lot of midfield players that have a really good run of fixtures now. So you don't necessarily need as much of it, but for some of these teams that are going with the three premium players, like they just have a lot more value built up in the first handful of weeks. So anyways, that's what I'm thinking.
1: Any thoughts on that or not really? It sounds like you have a well thought out strategy, which is something that I cannot uh say that I have as well. But would you say you No know, good job. Good job by you. Would you say I'm smashing the pasty? What's that mean? That was uh Bobby Love a lost in translation suggestion from last pod. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that Jake was going to be on so that he could use it and we could practice his British accent cuz it's pretty poor. Oh, he's not good at and it. Do you- uh he he tried to do a British accent last pod and he basically just had like a higher pitch voice. He <laughs> was like, Can you say smashing the pasty in like a British accent? He's like, Alright, I'm not I'm just gonna try this. Smashing the pasty. <laughs> 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 and then we got a lot of a lot of love for our accents in the Discord. I, I was pleasantly entertained by The reactions, the response. So, these people weren't like, unsubscribe, goodbye. That's fair. Yeah. Good. So,
0: what do you think it means? I don't know. I mean, uh, smashing the pasty. Are they talking about the pasties that you eat? Is that what they're talking about? I'm assuming so. They're kind of like a shepherd's pie, but they're not a shepherd's pie. They're built... So that, yeah, I don't know.
1: Like we were, uh, we, it's like a British calzone. Yeah, it's a British calzone. Italians are like,
0: hey, <laughs> hey, what the fuck, man? You know, <laughs> they're taking a <our>
1: calzone, <laughs> like <laughs> so it's filling it with meat and potatoes. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, Italians are.
0: They're like, oh, I'm gonna make something really beautiful for you. Here, I roll out the pizza though, I put this a beautiful sauce. I put on the special meats and the cheese and the vegetables. And the British, the British come in. and They're like. Meat and potatoes. Put that in there. You know? <laughs> all right. Yeah, we've got this idea and we're just gonna take the same thing the Italians do, but we're gonna make it really fucking boring. <laughs>
1: <That's-> <laughs> that was very yeah, good. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. All
0: right. Well, um I don't know, maybe maybe it means like you're really you're getting after it, you know, like you're you're smashing yeah. the pat like smashing the past yeah. yeah. Uh, so we actually, in they probably don't, the Brits probably don't know this. We have, if this, if we're right on what a pasty is, uh, we have pasties here uh, in Northern. So Northern Midwest, so like Northern Wisconsin, the up, upper peninsula, um, a lot of like British and Irish came over here and settled in those regions. We were actually just up there. We were, that's where our, our soccer team played. We played up in the UP and a lot of... Nice. um a lot of English settled here in a lot of the mining regions, and they brought with them um, some of these ideas. Yeah, the pasty. That was a very common miner's food, right? Because you could pack it up, and you could bring it down into the mines, and you could eat whenever you needed to eat, and it kind of...
1: You could smash the pasty down in the mines. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going down
0: to the mines. I'm going to take my boring calzone. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Why
0: didn't I marry an Italian woman No? <laughs> okay, uh, that's fun. Um what's this question about
1: anti-fantasy? What's going on there? So in the Discord, harper Boy was talking about his his anti-fantasy lineup. Essentially, it's like you choose players who you think are going to perform poorly, and you try to field a team that scores the lowest. So uh, he he sent in a screenshot of his lineup. He captained this guy, Awonini, the guy from Forest yeah. who like scored a goal, uh, ended up with like 14 points or something like that. He also had Sun in his lineup. I think he's, he scored. He had like a game week rank of 122K <laughs> with his anti-fantasy team. So that, that actually makes me feel a little bit better just about how the week went. In general, like someone who was trying to get the lowest score possible ended up like in the top point one percent or something like that oh. of all players. So um, <clears throat> yeah, that that's the the idea. And then Bobby Love, of course, was like, "Does Jake play Anthasy normally? Is that what he's going for?" And I think the answer is probably yes, but Jake's not on here to defend himself. So yeah, that's fair. I'll we'll have to save that for another time. Bobby's never he's never let somebody smash his pasty. Yeah. That's the end of it. I I would I would hope not. So do you wanna know what it really means? It's something sexual. It's like like having sex so good that that um I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what, what does it mean that it's so good that what? I gotta I gotta look it up now. I
0: don't You remember. knew what it was this whole time and you
1: let me go on this whole rant about calzones? <laughs> yeah, that that's the whole point of Lost in Translation. You're not <laughs> supposed to know what it means and then you're supposed to guess at what it means and then just kind of like, you know. Fuck! I feel Talk like about I'm about it for a little yeah, bit.
0: I'm a little embarrassed now. I was really far off on it then.
1: No, you're you're good. So Jake said Jake. Okay, so Jake thought pasty was pastor,
0: like short for pastor, like a church person. Oh, so you're ha-
1: you're you're banging your pastor. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he thought it was like a reference to drinking beers with your pastor, like smashing some brewskis with your pastor. Oh. so i mean you you are you are closer in in terms of like just going for it and getting after it yeah i think it would just be like getting after it sexually is like just what you were missing there the sexually part but but jake was way off so by comparison you know you you, you're doing pretty good all right pretty pretty
0: pretty pretty good um all right um i guess we can keep doing some stuff uh (laughs) should
1: we should we look at leagues quickly people spend four weeks and marco's just like what is the podcast how does this go again
0: uh yeah um all right let's do some leagues so we've got uh league dive and the psl super league i'll do the top i haven't read for a long time so i'll do top 10 in league dive you can do the top five in psl super league quick deal all right yeah all right um in uh so we've got league dive big league this year uh which is kind of cool uh in 10th uh brett sexy ninth Zama John, in eighth, Timothy Thatcher, seventh, uh, Jeff Lar in sixth, DC, and then our top five, uh, Thomas Gravard, uh, Gra- Gravgard, Gravgard. Uh, Happy World of Arabo, ah, like Arabo, that's good, in fourth, uh, Zali Miller, uh, Pointus Maximus FC, in third, Nick Parrish, Parrish? Parrish? Yeah. Uh, where's Poop Parrish. Parrish. Okay. Where's Puk? Parrish. In second, Paul Cooper, Essex, Wolves. And uh, in first, Matt Ansell, the chicken runners. Uh, 489 points right now. Pretty low game week score, though. 43. Ooh. 43. Yeah. Pretty yeah. low. Game week rank Woof. of 7 million. Uh, And an overall rank, though, in top 10K right now. So, yeah, yeah, nice. Nice. All right. You're up.
1: Alright, so the PSL Super League, these are our Patreon Discord supporters who are the most special people in our lives. (laughs) So special. They smash so many
0: pasties, pasties. Oh, yeah. With their pasties. They're smashing
1: the pasties (laughs) in FPL. So, in fifth place, we have the Art of the Hive team, so that's our Discord team. We have, in fourth place, Emma with the Lion, the Witch, and... In third place, we have Z's All Stars managed by ZF. Second place, we have the Teeth of Suarez managed by Potty Pa and Matt Frisky. In first place, his team's called the Cuyate Kid. Fucking mad. So uh, he's been yeah, good. just crushing it. Yeah, yeah. A few of those are uh, a few of those individuals are always yeah, near the top. They always are. It's so always, stupid. I'm... They're always smashing the past. Yeah, even. they
0: they they're like with their pastor and the smashing. They're like it. having beers and like eating calzones like banging people (laughs) like the whole time (laughs) um what's matt's overall can you click
1: on him uh let's see his overall is just inside the top 100k 97 okay pretty good pretty good where are you at right Mm -hmm. now nick not good i'm at 1.5 million i mean it's so early i wouldn't be too nervous about that i just think that's what i keep telling myself but then like every week it's like oh. I'm a little bit worse than last oh. week. A little bit worse than last week. Hope I can turn things around. It's pretty it's still
0: early. It's pretty crazy. This, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's pretty crazy. So I'm up to just inside a uh, half million. So I'm at four seventy seven, and every year it just gets so much harder to be good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's so many good players. Like I said, I'm
1: terrible at FPL. Oh, well, that's I'm true. really bad at FPL. Yeah. I think. More and more people are getting into the game and there are more and more technical approaches to right. selecting your team yeah. that people are really adept at. And I'm I'm not. I just use other tools that people have come up with. And I think the the FPL review expected points model, the free version, has not performed as well as it did last no, year. No, it hasn't. No. Um, I was looking at some of that, like the expected versus the, the realized points. And it, there's... Some players that have huge differences. So um, it is what it is. You know, you got to you kind of reap what you sow, as they say. Yeah. How about that for translation? Yeah, reap and sow. Uh, all right. You guys know what that means? <laughs> I bet you don't, idiots. You're so <laughs> dumb.
0: You don't know anything. Uh, okay. So I think the next thing to move on and talk about then is if you haven't played your wild card in eight and nine, a lot of people are talking about this 12 or 13 wild card as the next viable window. So, just a reminder that after game week 18, we get the unlimited transfers. Do I have that correct? Or 17? After 17, going into 18. Did I get that right? I believe you're right. Whenever the World Cup starts, I think we'll know. Yeah. So it's 17 or 18. I'm just blanking for a moment here, but uh, but yeah. So so you've got this this window where you're going to be gifted another wild card and that was part of the reason i think a lot of people played in eight and nine because it's roughly that halfway point between you know here and there uh whereas some people now are starting to say well my team was pretty close to what a wild card team would be already using free transfers um, especially given the postponements last week and then you had an extra free transfer uh so a lot of people are talking about 12 13 so city and Arsenal match in game week 12 has been is going to be rescheduled. So it's a blank for both of those teams. And a lot of people are heavy on those assets still, or uh, at least City because Arsenal's fixtures swing a little bit here. Um, so a lot of people now are talking about maybe like dead ending into 12 and then wild carding out in 13. So you'd have 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Um, and there's some other fixture swings so for example Liverpool have a very good run of fixtures there a lot of people are getting rid of them right now because they have a couple hard games um, with with Brighton Uh, and then who else they have City at uh, in game week 11 Brighton in nine and in 10 I can't remember who they have do they have somebody tough Nick you know Liverpool don't you
1: no, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, that was... I was looking at the projection. Sorry, I'm not paying attention to what you're talking that's about. That's fair. All right. So, anyways, a lot of people are talking about dead ending. and then. Yeah, they have West Ham and Forest at uh, 12 and 13. I don't know what they have beyond that. They do play City in game week 11. Yeah. So, that's going to be a tough one. But maybe after 11, if you're wild carding 12, 13, you could pick those assets back up and get a good deal on yeah i think you need to have a plan on how to get those players back in Uh,
0: liverpool at the start of the season was a lock for all of us right and currently my team i have no liverpool players i'm very nervous about that because and correct me if i'm wrong with this nick but i think if i remember correctly liverpool had a rough little run like at some like not necessarily right at the start of the year last year but there was like a little run where they weren't very good and then all of a sudden they like they kind of flipped it as a team and they really turned it on at some point there i I don't know if i'm remembering that correctly but for some reason i think that's what it was like
1: honestly i'm just repressing all of my thoughts and memories about liverpool right now they are uh not fun to watch they're not performing well so um I hope they can turn it around. They certainly have the players that can do it. It seems like they just—I uh, don't know what the deal is with the team right now. It seems like some of those key players are not not playing like they're really into it. Yeah, I think like Virgil Van Dyke has has not been the same as he was in previous That's seasons. That's true. Yeah. And you could say like, well, maybe it's because he was injured, but he had, you know, a season after injury and he played extremely well last season and looked solid. And I just, I don't know what's going on with the team, but they just don't look quite the same. And maybe Mane was just the glue that held everything together and, and they're just trying to figure it out and reorganize. But uh, I, I don't know. It just, it seems like they have obviously the potential to turn it around. They should. I think we we need to have Liverpool players back in our team, like you said. Um, it's just kind of a matter of of when to do that, and right now it's it's been terrible. So, looking at the projections, the only two players that have exceeded their points projections on Liverpool are Firmino and Joe Gomez, yeah. and then everyone else has has vastly underperformed what they should be should be doing. So, you would think they could correct things moving forward here.
0: Yeah, so Robertson is down to 6.7. He's carrying a knock and is expected to be back uh, for the next game week after the international break. Alexander Arnold is down to 7.4, so he's dropped 0.1. I don't think he's expected – no, he's not expected to drop. Salah is down to 12.9, and he's expected to drop sometime over the international break as well. So there is this situation where you could be getting a couple of these players that, like, slightly – Reduced cost uh, if you timed it right. You know, me being on a wild card right now, my thought process is to kind of, is to for sure try to bank a transfer. And then when we get around 12 to be able to move, like I said, I was leaving some money in the bank, like move a player like De Bruyne uh, to Asala and maybe move a player like uh, Trippier or Perisic uh, uh, up to like a Robertson or uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, depending on what I have for funds. Um, but yeah I think I think you're going to want them at some point especially when the fixtures flip and they start they they start to figure some things out uh you know you look at that like 13 14 against Forrest and Leeds like that could be you know that could be yeah. like those could be massive hauls right going into the World Cup too like players are getting excited about that and so anyways just some things to think about going forward um Kendall writes in not having a great start with Wildcard already is it time to ditch Sala who would you move To from Sala, KDB, or others. So if you're still on Sala, that is an interesting question. Which direction do you go? A lot of people have gone to KDB. Some people will now obviously be talking about Sun. I think obviously the concern with Sun is the rotation. KDB has some of that rotation as well, but has thus far uh started almost every match. And Nottingham Forest, I don't think he did. He just played the 20 minutes in there. Um, Are there any other players that are in that premium bracket from a midfield perspective that you'd be looking at? And if not, then which of those players might you be looking at? And finally, um, do you need to get rid of Salah, I guess, is the the question. So maybe you should start with that. What do you think, Nick?
1: Um, that's That's tough. I think if you have Salah and you've had him so far, it looks like I mean, projections-wise, I just kind of touched on this, that the projections have been kind of off for Salah, where he's underperforming those projections, but he's still the second highest uh, projected scorer this week in terms of total points, and um, he is the highest projected player over the next five game weeks for projected points, so oh. maybe, maybe you just try to hold. I mean, like I said, FPL review on Liverpool assets has been kind of off so far this season, so... You know, take that with a grain of salt. But he, he's like projected three, almost three points more than the next highest player, which is Kane, over the next five game weeks. Interesting. So if you haven't moved off of him um, already, maybe it makes sense to hold. I mean, you're losing, you're going to lose value. Um, so I guess that's the only other thing to monitor is if he looks like he might price drop again, maybe you, you bring in someone else like uh, KDP, your son just to kind of temper the losing value on Sala. But, I mean, from the projection standpoint, it kind of is like, well, maybe we just hold and see see if they can turn it around. The fixtures aren't great, you know, 10 and 11, but then 12 and 13, they, they do play some nice competition. Although they played, what, Bournemouth and scored nine goals and Sala didn't get a single return. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um I, uh, I, I don't know I don't know what to say on that one I don't know what to tell you <laughs> forget it I didn't want to talk about it
0: <laughs> okay uh, yeah alright that's good are there any other things like just along transfers and things like that that you wanted to talk about
1: no I think we can wrap it up <laughs> okay alright good talk good talk uh,
0: all right, uh, that was no good little pod. I think mostly talking about wildcard stuff, but um, but I think that's good. And we go into this international break and hope everyone's teams do well, except if it's not the United States, because then I don't care. So whatever. Uh, yeah. And USA, USA. Um, all right. Anyways, uh, good little pod, Nick. Thanks for joining me. Happy I was able to get on. Um, I guess we'll see how this international break plays out. We'll probably... Um, probably won't have a, pod, a second podcast just because unless something interesting happens or, or something changes, but uh, should be good. Anyways, uh, download our podcast. Sorry for those. There were some issues with um, with iTunes. I don't know why. Our RSS feed is all set up properly through Spotify, um, or excuse me, SoundCloud. Um, it is showing up on Spotify. It's not showing up for some reason on iTunes from the last pod. I don't know what's going on with that. So um, if if you're having issues with that or... Let us know if, if people are still continuing to have issues with it. Um, anyways, uh, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. I'm Nick.
1: And remember, you should dive. Wow, that was good. Good, good cadence to that one. It's suspense. Yeah. Got to keep them hanging oh, on. Oh, no,
0: we're hanging. To the bitter end. <laughs> it's bitter indeed. <laughs> All right. Let's stop recording. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Stop.